0: Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball?
1: There it is. It's the Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Dallas and Freddie Revis. Yeah, baby. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. You know, uh, did a little fishing this weekend. Oh, yeah, it was the, uh, for folks who don't know, it was the uh, Pike opener, right? The pike opener, yeah. It is legal to catch pike. Uh, we caught none, and I knocked prescription sunglasses right into the uh, big drink. So
2: <laughs> that's uh, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, that's a real Canadian story right there. Um, and pikes are cute little fish, like goldfish style, right? Uh, or...
1: Absolutely not. No, yeah, they're huge and yeah. kind of ugly. Invasive yeah.
2: species are just they're. No,
1: I think they've been here as long as uh, everyone else.
2: Good. I guess, <laughs> I guess that's why the pike opener is such a big deal. Um, before we uh, get rolling here. Um, Everyone who listens to this podcast on even a semi-regular basis knows that Matt is a massive Leaf fan. It's true. Um, Pretty fun year. Uh, We went to a Marley's game. I met Brendan Shanahan. That's true. Yeah. Uh, That was fun. Um, I told my girlfriend he was Masai's boss, and uh, (laughs) he's not. No, (laughs) no. He runs the the hockey operations. For some reason, I thought he was in charge of everything. No. But no. uh, The Leafs hired a super smart young guy. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Big analytics guy. Kyle Dubas. Kyle Dubas. Yeah got a big summer ahead of him. Uh, let's see what happens. Okay. You
2: know? Well, uh, we'll leave that cliffhanger with no further analysis. Yeah,
1: nothing. Right? Because yep. we're going to talk basketball. Basketball. Talk
2: Raptors Thank ball. God. Yeah, God. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I remember <laughs> like, a lot of people already turned off this podcast because yeah. like, <laughs> I don't understand the uh, advertising. <laughs> um, both uh, both dudes on the pod today have been on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. They're amazing, hilarious comedians uh, who know a shit ton about basketball. First up, uh, Wicked Stand Up plays basketball kind of like Arvidas Sabonis. Uh, (laughs) Create space. Great passer. Uh, Give it up for Ian Gordon. Thank you.
3: Thank you. I just want to say that there's probably a Pike wearing your glasses somewhere (laughs) under the sea. That Pike is like I can see.
4: Yeah, I yeah.
1: hope
3: I hope he has the same prescription. Yeah, me. I mean, yeah. luckily it would be it would be very you know kismet if, if if that was the case. Yeah, is
2: there is there a Pike out there with like Shaq's transition shades? Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
3: um, so they go to the sun to the shade. Yeah,
4: that was also a perfect theme song for Vita Sabonis. That's how. Yeah, I yeah,
2: yeah. Um, Okay, uh, next up from the uh, other part of the uh, Toronto comedy community, I'm joining different communities. We got stand up. Uh, he's done the podcast before. He's analytical, he knows his drafting. He's a super smart basketball guy. Give it up for Matt McCready. Oh, yeah.
4: Let's get a little bit weird today on the podcast. Freddie Revis, Ah, Brad Stevens, full of bread. <laughs>
2: Okay, you know what, Matt? I think he's bringing the whole like sound collage energy like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to the pod yeah, yeah. today. Let's do it. Um, which is always welcome. You know, we want we want different tangents. We want um... although now no one knows what my voice sounds like, so it's like that's kind yeah. Of the point. I'm saying hello. I'll like... try and say your name a couple times okay, great, throughout. Great. Um, guys, we got a lot to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to figure out what to lead with, uh, and then I decided um, it is a Raptors podcast, even though I kind of want to lead with uh, the. Two playoff series remaining before the finals, but uh, I think, think we gotta we gotta talk about Dwayne Casey. So, why don't you give Mm -hmm. me that sting on the old Raptors, Uh, (laughs) Maddie?
1: Dunks. Time to talk Raptors.
2: Wow, it got sexy. (laughs) That was (laughs) that was nice. Um, It is kind of steamy in here. So uh, Dwayne Casey got fired. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about the firing on the last pod, but uh, it, it you know wasn't official. Um, now it is official, and we've heard some of the we've heard some of the kind of like things you don't hear unless uh, until someone gets fired, like Ujiri going into the uh, the locker room after game three. I oh, have yeah, um, bad luck. Yeah, ye- yelling at Casey. Uh, about not doubling LeBron, right? Um, so we're seeing some of the other dynamics at play here. Casey or uh, uh, Ujiri said it was the hardest ever decision he's made, mm. which I assume like in his professional. I would
3: say, right. right? It's a hard decision though, because I mean, it's a hard decision. It is because the, he's the coach of the year or whatever. Like you fire him, it looks bad on your entire franchise. Right? It just looks bad. Just you know, no matter no matter what the situation. Coach of the Year to firing. There's only one other guy. Who was it again? George Carl. George Carl. Also
2: done by Masai Ujiri. This is going to be Ujiri's first ever coach selection, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) Wow. Um, that's true. But let's start on a, let's start with something positive here. Also, to mm-hmm. go back to it being Sorry.
4: his hardest decision ever, he also traded for JaVale McGee when McGee oh, that was easy. like $11 million That was an easy year.
2: decision for him. <laughs> he didn't sweat that. He was like, JaVale, this guy's going to take over the league. Yeah, you no, no issues there. Yeah. Sorry, go um, on. Yeah, that was a nice and easy decision for him, um, as it should be. You know, JaVale was on top of the world. Uh, he, he dunked two basketballs at the same time. Come on, yeah, that's an underrated dunk. I know yeah. you know no props needed or whatever, but
3: that's a cool prop. I'm yeah, sorry, not bad
2: actually. It's when, really come on. He dunked the, two. The other prop's a full new net. That's a great prop. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: it's a big prop.
2: Um, so uh, let's uh, let's start with you, Matt. Do you have a uh, a best Casey moment? Um, it could be like a string of things. Maybe it's one one of his uh, skin the cat sayings or something like that. No. Just nothing, eh? No,
4: I don't really have a great Casey moment. Like yeah. I feel like Sam Mitchell was like so expressive and kind of wild. Casey was just such a professional. He was so even keel. I think that was like part of what made him such a successful coach in Toronto is that right. he was like um just so I I just viewed him as like like I don't know, like a man's man type of guy, you know? Not yeah. Too, uh, get all gender specific on everything. But, sure, uh, sure. Uh, just like very classy uh, person. Uh, I like his style. I like his suits. I like, I do love, I love his caseyisms. I love his story. I love mm-hmm. how hard he had to work to get where he was. I think right? that like mm-hmm. probably relates a lot to, I don't think anyone in their lives thinks that things are handed to them except for maybe Austin Rivers. And so I think, <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, no,
2: and throw some nepotism bombs so, in oh, here. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. That's and welcome. I, I'm coming,
4: I'm going to name things just at my workplace. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I think uh, Uh, He's just a steady guy, and I'm a big fan. That's all. Okay. That's cool. So,
2: it's not really just an overall feel. It's
4: an overall feel for Casey. I think, like, Mitchell, he was, like, kind of weird. And, like, I remember when, uh, uh,
2: Morris Peterson hit that crazy three. Yeah, like, Mitchell went nuts. He went nuts. He, like, ran out of Casey the court. Casey kind of went nuts when uh, Corey Joseph hit that three from, from DeRozan. He That did. was a, a bit of a Casey nuts I think moment. he was
4: just, like, I think Casey's just uh, uh, significantly older than everyone kind of realizes. Yes. And so, like, yeah. those moments are not as wild as, like... Saying, I always
2: hey, say, like, age-wise, Casey is, um, like, Casey and Jack Armstrong have, like, replaced bodies. <laughs> Like, Jack Armstrong <laughs> seems like he should be, like, 100 years old, and and he's not. And Casey seems like he's, like, 40, 41, and he's, like, 62,
3: I Yeah, think. what the hell happened It yeah, probably Jack has Andrew. to do with whiskey consumption, specifically.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and Jack always talks like he's, like, such an you. old-timer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, like, oh, back in the day, and, like, happy holidays. Do you remember- like, You're not that old, man. No. <laughs> do you remember,
4: like, the 13 years ago you. when he was, like, losing his voice on the oh. podcast for, like, a month and a half? It was The best. One of my all-time
2: Raptors broadcast moments is he started with like a super hoarse voice, yeah, and they subbed him out at half. Yeah, with Sherman Hamilton, it was the best thing, and he was like, "Oh." And it was like, but by the time he's like, do Rosen, and then and then <laughs> basically at half, like Matt Devil was like, guess what? Our job's hard. We talk a lot, and <laughs> and also Jack's been drinking every Jack, day for a week. Yeah,
3: Jack went hard. I last think he night. refuses to drink water. He must refuse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. There must be concept. Like it's just ingrained to him not to drink water. At the very so least, ridiculous. he hates <clears throat> lemon. Yeah. No, he doesn't touch it.
2: Um, do you have a favorite a favorite uh, Casey moment? Ian? Um,
3: not, I don't know specific moment, but I think this year, like his best moment, I think was also his worst. It's weird because it's very it's a contrast. The best moment he had was was uh, keeping those guys playing all year, letting. Letting Van Vliet and Siakam and these guys actually play and going against the grain and having a long bench and having them because those guys will have good careers now because you've given you flushed them with confidence. Yeah. But it was his worst move because he didn't shorten the bench. You you know if you look at like a team like uh, Golden State they've got a really good bench, uh-huh. but it's full of like vets or guys who have won championships. Yeah. Our bench is full of young guys.
4: I don't know. I kind of disagree with uh, Golden State having a good bench. I think like Kevon Looney is like worse than Pirtle. He's worse than uh, uh, you know pretty much anyone who's in the Raptors' uh, front. But
3: they got
2: Livingston West. Yeah, yeah. But
4: are those guys not playing so far?
3: No, they and, played last night. No, they've been yeah, playing...
4: Yeah. yeah, they're like... I'm uh, saying like deep after those guys, they got trash. Like Nick, like Nick Young, he's garbage. You
3: know? Well, I think... Okay, let, let, let's
2: just like like tangent uh, about benches here for a quick sec. Great. So there's like depth and benches, but then there's also kind of like, um, you know, the traditional star-heavy teams mm-hmm. that they're, you know, I'd say like four through eight guys have to do such specific things. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think with this Raptors team... Everyone had to do hyper specific yeah. things because we lacked that superstar
3: talent yeah. um, that really kind of just like, carries the weight. A, a bench should be role... yeah, very tight, role specific, and very complementary. A bench shouldn't be anything more than that. It didn't. If you're relying on it, if your starting unit is say playing not up to sh- up to snuff, say your bench shouldn't come in and be the next starting lineup. You know what I mean? But yeah. If you want it to be that way, it can. It you know, Golden State again. They 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 have the their lineups are really well done. Kerr knows when to sub properly. I think that was one of the things that they they didn't do properly. Their apps. They, they they oh you relied too heavily we'll there. on. I know that I know. But like, you know, you have a young young guys in the playoffs. It's tradition that they falter. Even yeah. even I mean, in, but again, Boston being an outlier, it's weird. It's like this is why I feel like I'm still in a vortex. I don't know what. The oh, fuck I'm happens. spinning.
2: I made a post and I, I talked about uh, um, when, when when Casey got fired. Me and my mom had a long conversation, which is hilarious, just because uh, we care about Raptors basketball that much. Mm-hmm. But it was an emotional thing for me. Yeah. So like I I think all of Rude my Mother's Day. Yeah. Oh, just totally. Yeah. It took over. Um, we didn't go to the cherry blossoms. It was like everything was thrown <laughs> off. Um, no, like Casey getting fired. I I think I'm I'm both rational and emotional. Sure. Like I've just. Been through so much awful Raptors bas- basketball. Oh, I've I been, know. you know, I've rooted for, uh, you know, Turk to have like a renaissance in his career. I've, I uh, convinced myself, Bargnani it was Dirk. Um, oh man, you know, I've, I've thought. Oh, we've
4: I, all convinced ourselves. Yeah, the Rosen's an above-average NBA. Oh, players, for sure.
2: So. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the horses there. Okay, oh. okay, you know what? Let's just, let's just stick to task here for a second. So my favorite Casey moments, uh, mm-hmm. I agree with you guys. It's, it's a general feel. It's like he brought us legitimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he brought us calm. He was kind of like a universal dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, what kind of exemplifies that is the respect that he's given league-wide and the respect mm-hmm. that he gave our franchise. So I think the moments that crystallize that, for me anyways, is the Kyle Lowry hug. Um, when he made the All-Star team this year. Uh, It was just such a deep, emotional hug. Yeah, Yeah. it was just a picture, and Casey's eyes were closed, so maybe it looked more emotional than it actually was. But that was a loving hug. And if anyone hasn't seen this photo, just give it a Google. You know, Lowry-Casey hug. It seems like people who who really, really love each other and root for each other. The other one is Casey coaching the All-Star game. Mm -hmm. I mean... Yes, there was a bunch of different things that made that game, you know, competitive. Whether it was the players caring more, whether it was the media kind of like nagging them for a couple years straight, or, or, you know, the whole draft thing, whatever it was, Casey showed up and, um, and the players were receptive to him. It was a mm-hmm. super competitive game. He won in the crunch, um, you know he had a mini like huddle battle with LeBron where LeBron right. like, shouting over him. He's shouting back at LeBron, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe that meant that, um, he wasn't actually going to get the call the place, but it was just the intensity that, um, it, yeah, it was a mixture of the intensity and respect that I think Casey brought. Um, and that kind of, uh, Man, LeBron you know.
4: got his revenge for that fight so hard in the playoffs.
2: Oh, LeBron really did. Yeah, uh, LeBron's
4: LeBron's about revenge. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty good at revenge. Um, he's like, I'm going to learn every single one of Casey's plays. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, for sure.
1: Wasn't he pissed at Casey for uh, when he was on Dallas? He's like, it was Casey who, who like ran the game against. Well, yeah, the it
2: was right, it was right, Casey yeah. who engi- engineered that defense. Yeah. It was uh, you know, but also basketball is always so contextual, right? it's yeah. tough to have a right answer because that was a team full of people who. Yeah. Who was just, it was their time. They were so desperate for a championship. Mm-hmm. Miami was cocky. Yeah. Um, you know, the Matrix was just like at the, <laughs> at the his prime defensive power. Was that a six-game series? Uh, it was a six-game series, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's um, still a good series. Yeah, you yeah. had, had Tyson Chandler. You know. uh, everything was just magical. It was also the introduction of kind of like the two um, two guards handling the ball, like with the mm-hmm. kid and Terry, which we saw, we've been seeing that, that also was a big part of Casey, Casey's era. And, you know, and, first it was Vasquez and Lou,
3: yeah.
2: uh, Lou Will and Lowry. And then, you know, uh, this year it was uh, Van man's and Delon and, um, and, you know, and I'm sure that
3: Dallas team that won, I'm sure they got through some good teams. I don't know who they beat in the West, but they're, uh, not I'm sure they not the favorite in every single matchup. Every yeah. Right. So coming in, yeah. coming into that finals, it was, it was they, an amazing they, final. It was they look an amazing at Miami round. and they're, they're thinking we weren't the favorite every single matchup. We're not the favorite here who, cares. Mm-hmm. We can beat them. So it was kind of the perfect storm for that Dallas team.
4: Yeah. So um, my favorite Casey moment was the Dallas team.
2: Nice. <laughs> hey, hey, I didn't say I didn't specify it. No, I didn't. <laughs> um so uh before we move on to Casey uh you know or before we sorry before we move on from Casey and talk about who the Raptors may or may not select um and who you guys want, is there any uh is there any parting words? for, or just parting thoughts about Casey? Has everything already been said?
4: Well, it's hard to fire your universal dad, right? Yeah. Uh, what do you say to your dad when he walks out the door? You say, best of luck with the next family. Uh, you're, you're, you're good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I want a new dad. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say. Same to house, kids. new dad. He's, he, he's um, fine. He's, he's going to be fine. And yeah. uh, I think he had a good run and uh, he went out on top. Um, you know, as much as you ish, can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As much as you can if you get fired as a coach, you know? Like, yeah. there's no better way to get fired from a coach. No better potential job security for the future than winning Coach of the Year on your way out.
2: Right. Is that official, by the way? Didn't he win for he uh, won the, play- the players? He won, vote. so the coaches voted or the for The coaches him. vote, rather. Yeah. Um, he won the coaches vote, and it is a regular season award, so he's definitely, like, in the running. Um, Ian, any parting words for uh, uh, Casey?
3: I don't know. I think, uh, you know, be well. You're, well, see you later. Good you luck. You probably should have tightened up your rotation. Um what can you do? You know, you it again, he's like he, I remember at the start of the playoffs, he's like, We're going we're going with a with a deep lineup. And I went, Good luck.
2: Well, I mean Yeah, is that is is that well, you know, we'll, we'll get to playoff stuff. So actually hold hold that thought about like what yeah. you think went wrong. A lot of things went wrong, but like what specifically. Um all right, Matt, did you have to say something? Nope. Okay, sorry that makes me sound like like I'm being rude right now. No, 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 Matt. Did you have to say something? I'm just on like, the no, no. I'm just like clocking <laughs> Easy, some Freddy. stuff
4: to say later. Oh yeah, I'm just like filing it. it away. That's why I look so intense. I just looked at Freddie like I was like, "Fuck you, real. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man." I have something so important to s- say. It's about Raptors basketball in the past, Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie, you've said so many
2: wrong things. Um, I'm bread. just gonna say uh, thank you to Casey. He uh, was a big part of legitimizing a um. Waste of a franchise in a lot of ways. Um, oh, sorry. I mean, Ooh, like... Take that. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I've been a Raptor Glenn fan for a G- long Grunwald. time. It's, a lot, it's been painful. It's been painful in it's, so many ways. Like, it, yeah. like,
3: Bosch leaving, Vince leaving. It just, it's just been a lot of pain. It's How been, dare you disrespect the legacy of Rob Babcock. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. It's yeah. been a bad... The whole thing's been a bit of a comedy of errors. It has
2: been, yeah. It oh. was a...
3: I've never... It was a void. Like, um, the best... Could you still say the best moment in franchise history is Vince Carter at the dunk contest? Like, is that the best moment Ooh. we've ever had? I,
2: I would say the, uh, the like, even if it was fool's gold, I would say the uh, conference finals with uh, against Cleveland Fair. was my favorite. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just, or, you know, there was parts of this season where I think I was, like, the happiest I've ever been, just Fair as far enough. as, like, watching quality on the court. That's you know, yep. kind of interesting. Yep. When you look
4: at, like, uh, the 76ers, remember that game, I think it was last year, where Embiid played... And they just they took it to the Raptors and they won. The crowd was just going so insane. Sometimes yep. like the greatest moment in franchise history can't necessarily isn't necessarily like the apex in terms of like where they went in the playoffs because expectations are skewed at that point. Yeah, but like they that crowd left that arena as happy as someone who just won the championship. Like
2: they were for so sure. pumped. You okay? You wanted know, a big like big similar moment for me was we the the Raptors after trading Rudy Gay. Had a huge win in OKC against Durant and Westbrook, and it was a really really tight game. Mm-hmm. And that was like they were still maybe gonna trade. I'm, I'm not sure where that times out as far as like the Lowry trade falling through with the Knicks, mm. but it was kind of like yeah, we're gonna roll with these guys. And that was it was just such a massive win, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, kind of changed the outlook of the franchise. So I'm I'm with you on like the, you know there can be you know a kind of an innocuous moment and and maybe to your point about the events carter dunk off
4: sure that put us on the map Well, that whole season like uh the team that had mcgrady and bogues and uh carter and like all these fucking weird guys and yeah it was before they decided to trade away all their shooters and get and double down on toughness <laughs> like before yeah. they, uh when they
3: kinda just came, wrote it. mcgrady carter and mcgrady came into the wrong era because if this was if this was current day they'd play together They'd play together.
2: Yeah, they'd they look at each they'd other. Go, this and be like, is they'd, great. Well, they would also out, yeah. have to play together. Well, exactly. Like, uh, yeah, Magrady they would, would play have
3: together. To sign an extension on it his would, contract. It would have never yeah. been a consideration for them to to leave one another. They would have just teamed up. Well, McGrady's whole thing was like, I'm going
4: to go to Orlando and play with Grant Hill and Duncan. Like that was like the initial plan was like for the three Man, of them. The to Duncan go
2: there. part is always mm-hmm. left out of that story mm-hmm. because because yeah. Duncan, you know, he's just going to be remembered as a as a lifetime spur. But I think it was that Orlando moment, and there was one other moment, right, where he almost left.
4: Um, you're thinking of Kawhi Leonard? No, I don't know. I, I honestly don't um, know what other moment you're talking about. You very well could be right.
2: Okay, let's uh, let's let's move on to the um, the new hire. Um, mm-hmm. we're just we're just fans. Oh, Are you breaking news? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I, I'm breaking news. <laughs> I know who it is. Oh, um, so you know, looks like we got Calamian Nurse. Uh, you know, Becky Hammond hasn't really been rumored with the Raptors, but she's out there yep. and people are, you know, thinking about hiring the first female coach, which is mm-hmm. really, really cool. Um, and, uh, the Stackhouse uh, done a good job with the nine Oh five the past couple of years. Staskus? Staskis. there's a uh, Sask Castillo of the uh, of the
3: Philadelphia Seven. Oh, wait, is he still playing with the Seven Sixers? No, where uh, did he, no, he, he... he went
4: to Brooklyn? I don't know if he's in the league anymore. Yeah, fair enough. Um, today the
3: fifteenth, I I think they saw I saw them. They're going to interview Stackhouse. Today, yeah, so
2: yeah, so
4: um, would oh, be such a fucking slap in the face that they refuse to even interview Stackhouse. No. For
2: the yeah, <laughs> well, and he's been very specific about it. He, he doesn't want to be an assistant and he's training to be a head coach. Yeah, um, and then you know there's Coach Bud uh he's been
3: rumored quite a bit um what what coach do you think you can win the national Nash- the nba championship with who do you hire well hire goal, right? <laughs> <laughs> who do you hire if that's your goal right who do you hire well that's <laughs> like no one <laughs> that's, that's where i'm coming from good that's good the enough. and that's the answer no one <laughs> yeah so <laughs> no coach well who, who does, does do, let the players I mean, who run do, you, loose but who do you have who who's your who's the best candidate
2: um, yeah. So I th- think, I, I think that's the kind of difficult and nuance of this answer. Um, I think most rational people look at our roster and be like, yeah, we have personnel weaknesses. We don't have a top 10 player for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people think that Lowry or DeRozan are in the top 15. I personally think they're closer to the top 20, maybe 25, depending on how they're playing at any particular time. Um, Lowry l-
4: was actually pretty great in this playoff.
3: Yeah, the, Lowry was. Lowry was solid. Best playoff. They have yet Lowry to play really solid. well together when it matters.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think, um, like as far as really, really good players, it's it's also you know inarguable. So to get, let's DeRozan say that let's, and Lowry haven't
3: had monster playoffs. The, uh, the team playoff that we have, who, do you, who hires gets the best out of them. It was what was Sam doing? It, was, the rotation's zest, but it, was he too flippant? Was he not tough enough? Do you need an aggressor? Do you need somebody who's more disciplined? um like what do you need you need yes experience do or no experience you guys
2: have like a like like this guy can do it this person should do it we should hire this person <sighs> no or are you just kind of like a bit i i where honestly, are you coming from Matt? here's where, where i'm selection? coming
4: from this is like a really like boring uh answer probably but okay, like it uh, it's probably going to be somebody that we like honestly the best person for the job is probably somebody we don't know you know it's probably like an assistant um, and on some team, like you can keep going to people who like revolutionized stuff in the past. Right. Uh, me and you before the podcast started started talking about Stan Van Gundy a little bit and how he was the first one to institute uh, three point shooters around uh, Dwight Howard. We right. had uh, uh, Lewis and all those people. Yep. Uh, spacing the floor for him. Uh, the person who's probably going to revolutionize the game is probably somebody who's a, a little bit on the outside of the game. and doesn't necessarily have like uh, 20 years of experience. You know, you right. can have these types of co- coaches that will come in and be a steady hand and know what they're doing in that regard, uh, but. If you want someone who's going to like uh institute some sort of new uh scheme, it's probably mm-hmm. going to be an outsider, whether it's like someone like like you know Brad Stevens, you know, well, do yeah. You, do, yeah, uh, yeah, do you think oh, yeah. you would pilfer somebody
3: from Golden State staff Who, who's their assistant coaching staff? Uh, well, they had Luke I'm, Walton, I'm not they too sure, him? right? But, I mean, you know, uh, is just, is, is Nick Nurse. That guy,
2: he did some really special thing with the Vipers, which is basically what we're seeing in Houston now. He's also the guy who did the crazy, uh, cool training camp thing. We uh, training camp, uh, you know, system change thing we had where he gave four points for corner threes, minus one for mid range jumpers. I'd like to see, and you know, kind of reprogrammed our offense in that way. he, He was, he was basically the, the thought. Behind the offensive aspect of the culture change, Mm -hmm. like he's the one who designed that. You know, but that obviously faltered in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it relies on DeRozan fully transforming his game, which you know. Do you think he can do that? Do you think Nurse can make him do that? Um,
3: Yeah, that's the thing.
2: Yeah. So, I I, like my my. Who's your favorite candidate? Like, like, let's. I'm going to force you guys to, to 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 name somebody. Who's who's your favorite candidate,
3: Ian? I would probably. I mean, if we're looking at all that's out there. You want to give a guy a chance, I would I would say we might as well try like try Stackhouse. Try him. He's a play. he's a former player. He's my favorite candidate too. I think that I think I don't I don't <laughs> yes. know. I don't... You look
4: so happy when the, you said at that. At the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. you have well,
3: to I don't know. I <laughs> don't smiling. I don't think he can yeah. win with I don't know. Because you need somebody, they need more discipline. They need they need somebody who can be a bit more forceful and get the most out of them. Hey, and he's he,
2: done funky stuff with the 905. I'd, he's done really cool. Um, progressive like, yeah. stuff. I like that he was a former not going to
3: play the, the
4: bench, though. You're going to the absolute worst guy because he, lo- like, he oh, loves Van Vliet and Siakam. He's going to be playing those guys like crazy. Mm-hmm. And Although I would start them over. I after. guess
2: I feel well, like... Well, that's it,
4: right?
3: I think that those those guys should be... I don't know.
2: For me, he's the sure bet um, as far as respect and a potential tumultuous relationship with our stars. Because well, that's exactly right. I think, you know, Lowry thinking. and DeRozan have both shown in different respects... That they have issues as far as you know a coach implementing what they want to implement. Like Lowry's obviously in mood, DeRozan mm-hmm. maybe is IQ, maybe is just like habits or whatever. But I think Stackhouse can at least come in and be like, hey, I hold several arena records for scoring. Yeah, um, I play like I, I played amazing defense at parts of my career. Was um, Stackhouse
4: a really good defender?
2: uh, At parts, he's one of those guys that like. I don't think he was necessarily like an amazing, uh, amazing um, defender his entire career. But I heard him on a podcast, and like there was parts of his career where he was. um, I know you heard him on a podcast talking talking about about how he was a great defender. Yeah, Yeah. okay, great. But but still, like I think. Like, he, he, yeah, he's not the most humble guy, by the way. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I think, yeah, I you think, think you that, that might work with our team, yeah, actually, yeah. because, no, he, he talked about how... A... Um, he talked about playing against Michael Jordan and how in certain, uh, uh, certain configurations he was the best defender on his team, so he had to guard Jordan. Mm-hmm. And he talked about not being able to guard Jordan, obviously. Um, but uh, he was good enough to be the assignment, you know what I mean? So he was, right. he's definitely... Was this in his
4: Philly days, like when he was playing with AI? or is I like... think it was
2: with Washington.
4: Oh, um.
2: Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm not too much Did of he a student play of his with career. Michael Jordan, in Washington. I don't think so.
4: Old MJ. Yeah, they traded uh, Richard Hamilton for Stackhouse to Detroit, and so Stackhouse played with uh, Michael Jordan,
2: oh, like in those in and those, the, in like two thousand years? years.
4: Yeah. Um. Anyways, whatever. Who cares? Yeah.
2: What? Yeah. So, I, I'm I'm also Stackhouse. Unless there's someone from left field. Yeah, there's some kind of game changer. There's uh, you know, maybe there's someone from Giants of Africa. We don't know. Um, maybe there's uh, international coach. What about what's his um, name? Maybe Blatt gets a second try. Um... Blatt?
4: <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. I mean, the, the name yeah. makes sense. But like, it's also just very funny to think that Blatt's going to come in and chase. Yeah, I mean, there's he, there's a coach that LeBron won't be inspired to
2: fucking spank and. Oh, playoffs. he would too, eh? Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm I'm stacked too. I think uh, if out, out of who I've heard of, yeah, um, I, I mean, I think Becky Hammond's exciting. Uh I don't know her personal track record. I don't you know she hasn't been a head coach in the league so who knows, right? Yeah, um, if, if she's her first with... disciple, that's interesting. That's cool. Uh she has a she's also a legend in her own right.
3: Yeah. Um yeah. in the WNBA. So she's fantastic. Um I mean she would probably be the more I don't know. She might be more of an experienced coach overall if you're looking at two people who've never played coach an NBA team before, Hammond's probably got more <laughs> of a resume. Uh, I don't know. It just depends. It's hard to answer these questions because it's like when it's the, you know, training camp time, who does this team that just got swept respect, who, who are they going to latch onto and say, okay, we can beat X and who's on the team, which we'll get to later. Yes. Um, okay. Next question here.
2: Let's see. What do I got? What do I got? Oh, all right. All right. Oh,
4: this one's good. Sounds good.
2: I'm excited. I'm in a good mood guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Raptors had a wonderful season. We got absolutely demolished in the playoffs, but uh, it was I'm it was the most time.
4: fun regular season. It I was a remember freaking that. good
2: time. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, um, I'm a season blast. seat holder. Okay, I saw some really fun games. Yeah, I yeah. saw I DeRozan's it. 52 point game. Right? Yeah. Did you spend I,
4: any money on playoff
2: tickets? Uh, I didn't have to, sadly. Oh. Um, the game I was supposed to go to my, fr- I was going to go to two games. What happened? Uh, yeah, I picked game five. Okay. Uh, Around <gasps> two. So oh, no. I don't even really want oh, well, to talk. Yeah. Honest. Let's move. Yeah. Yeah. I booked that off work and everything. So let's, let's, well, really, I mean, you might've yeah. saved yourself a lot of
4: good money though. If they got sure. creamed, that would sure, have been a but, uh, of uh, cash.
2: I was, uh, that's one of the things I was really upset about. So I, I actually don't even. Honestly, that's. He I'm just in good said he mood. was having a good day. I'm having a good day, and that's a dark, dark place. Yeah, let's let's um, move on. <laughs> uh, here's a question, Ian. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll go with you first. Sure. Um, should uh, Serge start next year?
3: I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't like him as a. I've never really thought that he was uh, d- dynamic enough to be. Like, right. uh, I mean if you look at guys who are like him that start, they do more than what he does. You know, right. they're more, they're... Say, if we're looking at somebody who's the... Like, I mean, I don't know. There's all these new players. like Even like a Draymond at the five. What he would start at the five. The guy, like, you need a guy who's going to do more than just swat the ball and, and rebound on paper. Like, he doesn't... If it's one of these things where he was like a... He was like a Drummond, where he got 15 a game, no matter what, cool. But I don't know if Serge... Can we get the best out of Surge by starting him? Is he, what's, what are his numbers? Is he going to give you 10, 10, and 2 a game? Oh, he... Can he even do that? I mean, re- that? rebounding is much, much worse than you're giving him. Exactly. Him. He's, a, he's quite a bad rebounder. Well, exactly. Um, so then if you're starting, f- your starting 5 is getting you under 10 rebounds a game, but not doing other things, he shouldn't start. He's like Patrick Patterson. If he
4: could swat shots... But then also not move the ball ever.
3: Right, right. He's not, you know. Yeah, and he's. I mean,
4: I think like rebounding, they're like the same. Like a lateral quickness, they're similar in terms yeah. of uh, defending the perimeter. Um, I would
3: honestly start Jakob over. Over. <laughs> over so are
4: him. you like
2: uh, Jakob oh, so and I, JV? I, I guess that's kind of what Jakob. I'm. That's kind of what I'm getting <laughs> no, to because yeah, I JV think too. I think the conversation around Serge prior to the season. Um, like like when we resigned him, mm-hmm. was uh, you know Masai was clearly shopping JV, mm-hmm. and uh, we resigned Surge and yep. and Kyle and you know MLSC was like you know fairly deep into the luxury. Yep, and they're um, probably
4: pretty pissed over the Surge signing, eh? MLSC.
2: Well, it's, it's a weird it's a weird combination of things, right? Because Surge when they signed him it was kind of like, yeah, this guy is our center. And then we also are going to have Pertle and Bebe. But then JV was like, I'm 25 and I'm going to have a good season. Yeah, I'm good. So it was kind of like, we have four centers and then Siakam. So I think when we're, like for me, when I'm thinking about who's going to start next year, I'm really trying to, I think maybe the direction for this team, especially if we get a guy like Stack, is, Mm. oh, sorry, that's my phone, um, (laughs) is OG. Uh, I think maybe he's our starting power forward of the future. Uh, Yeah, I mean, Um, I I don't think... Based on what we have right now, I think... But OG
4: is also terrible at rebounding right now.
2: He is, but he showed some stuff in the playoffs as far as, like... You know when people aren't paying attention to you, you can kind of like cut and 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 be big. Like I think he's really strong.
4: Like, oh, I think he. I think for sure he. Like he, he can't his really like back natural, him
2: down. Which a uh,
4: position is power forward, but uh, I just don't know if uh, we have the roster to back that up. I mean, you need JV out there if you're gonna have him at the power forward because it, otherwise you're not gonna you're gonna get well, crushed on the board. That's
2: where I'm at. So what? Team, I, what's I'm starting thinking, five? I'm thinking yeah. it's Lowry. Uh, Lowry, Derozan. Uh, okay, like I'm. I'm not talking about. We're not. We're not talking about trades yet. Uh, I'm thinking it's Lowry, DeRozan, Miles,
3: OG, uh, JV. Is that and, the t- is that the starting five that you would have put out there? Who? What starting five beats the Cavs instead of us getting? Started? I think the best. We, I am th- convinced we could have beat them. Um, well, okay, so I think yeah. The, the, there's so many things about
2: us not beating the Cavs. I think a big part what's, of it. Yeah. Just yeah. Was, yeah. Was uh you know we're seeing the uh, all the amazing defense and switching from Boston. Uh, we also saw some awesome switching mm-hmm. from Indiana, but mm-hmm. they're not they don't not as good on defense as Boston. Um, I think you got to put all of your best defensive athletes out there, mm-hmm. and I don't think we beat the Cavs with um, DeRozan and Lowry playing big minutes. Crazy. And I'm not trying. That's I, I, crazy. I know that is yeah. so awful, You'd, no, but, but right, I just right. I just think it's like you need you need. Talent on the court uh, in, a, in specific ways to beat specific teams, um, mm-hmm. that's that's so vague. I, I, I just well, DeRozan
4: mean, was the worst player in the playoffs, not only on like the Raptors, he, he, but possibly in the entire playoffs.
2: Him not shutting down JR was huge. Uh, I, I mean, I personally, the reason I disagree with that is... Uh, as like as a complete statement is because I think that he had a good series against Washington. He didn't though. He but, had a
4: terrible season. He was the worst in the team out of anyone that's played more. He was ninth on the team in like effective field goal percentage, rebounding. Right, uh, but like, but
2: that's the whole empty calorie thing. It's like you. It's like his his value can't fully be determined by his efficiency. But his it, volume it, matters, and he was a leading scorer. He was a uh, like had average four assists in that series. The, t- the team was like,
4: outscored so badly when he was on the court.
2: He was but, getting but crushed. That's, okay, okay, that's that to me is a contextual thing as well because I think Derozan's whole career you can't really define it by um, the because the Raptors generally have been better on the court, uh, especially with Lowry. Anytime DeRozan's off the court, but I think that that's because it's a game planning thing, and I think that you have a team. Let's say let's say Derozan's not. Yeah, on but the he's team. so
4: easy to, to game plan for. I totally the easiest. Agree. So I totally then he, What, what why do you do?
2: But that's why he kills it in the regular season because teams he's are playing more, against terrible players. He crushes terrible well, players, and, and but he's in the, so bad against. In the regular season teams are basically they're basically like thinking about their own defense, their own offense. Like it's, it's a useless to like yeah they will look at some game tape, but but they're not um. They're not focusing, They're not zeroing in on one specific player and his problems and how to get him out of his head or whatever. And I I totally agree. He's easy to game plan, but he's also
4: just so terrible in the other aspects of like playoff basketball. You need people who hustle, who, who hustle for loose balls and shit like that. Like he's, He's ter- like I showed you the stat of like the plus plus-minuses for the playoffs. He was minus 65. The next lowest player was minus 34 and Lowry sure. was minus 15 and they both played 37 minutes a game. Well, so, I mean like like it's 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 obscene how like yeah. how badly they they did while he was on the court. If you want a, a, a lineup that's going to beat uh Cleveland, if you want the next uh coach yeah, to come in Yeah, what's your starting and, five? Starting five would be I put right in uh for sure uh right in Lowry um I don't know, maybe Miles depends if like if they keep switch you'd have to go with a defense that doesn't switch otherwise you're going to get crushed by uh right. by James he's going to get trucked every single time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, OG um I
2: mean really JV. I mean what but, what about this? What about this? That's crazy. Lowry right. That's true though. Um Miles OG search. You got shooting? You got defense? You got a lot of different things going on there. You got switchability. Um like you have you know, some shot blocking with Serge. Uh, you have some uh, yeah. muscle with OG. The boards I, are I, tough. be That's... tricky, though, because they would think... play Love.
3: They would bring Love out to the three, and Serge would have to guard the three. I don't think we have the personnel to beat And then the Cavs, and then LeBron would just drive to the cup. I,
2: I think we have the personnel to beat, I don't know, like almost <laughs> every other team in the NBA that isn't Shocking Golden State. That, that, or Houston. Uh, you know what? I know I, I don't want to get, like, uh, too high on regular season's wins, and I know we beat Houston twice, and I do think they would beat us for sure in a playoff series, but I don't <laughs> think that um, they have a player or a couple I love that. <laughs> oh, my preface that with uh,
4: – I, I think the Raptors could beat them, but pre preface – there's no way the Raptors could beat them.
2: Well, okay, let, <laughs> let me just say this. I don't, I've never seen the Raptors as compromised mm-hmm. in any situation mm-hmm. um, the way that the love James pick and roll compromises them. Yeah, Actually, you know what? How about this? I I, I do think, well, that, I do the, think the Warriors or, um, I think the Warriors compromise stuff. them in a similar manner. Right. Like I don't think the Raptors could be I think if we were to play the Warriors, oh, every game it. would be a blowout. Here's a question can, And we just couldn't keep up with them. Can in coaching capacity.
3: if you fire Casey, so that means concept like as a concept, you, you think that your coach didn't do his job. Right. If you're if it's round two and you have what coach beats them? Brad Stevens, Greg Popovich, who who is able no coach? To... I don't think you're saying no coach.
2: I, I think I think the personnel's too weak. I think our <laughs> stars are not Fair. bright enough mm-hmm. to do what they need to do in the playoffs. And I think that when you're th- for me, the the new coach question is about, um who is kind of keep the ball rolling and uh, who does Masai want long term? Sure. Yeah. I think that's the real question because you know, there might be a rebuild on the fly. Maybe Lowry and Serge fall off a cliff and we go into a harder rebuild quicker. I think that Masai's hire is a long-term hire. Something crazy is going to happen. It has, it
3: has to be. This draft. This is too strong of a draft to, for Masai. To, he's drooling right now. Something's going to happen. Oh, oh are, are we, are of, we moving in on this draft? Not yet. Not yet. We'll, um, we'll go. But okay. I'm just saying in general.
2: I dropped my phone on the ground, but I think, I think, I think my final Raptors question is about off season and trades. And I think I asked you guys Fair. to invent a trade, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if it's realistic, cool. If it's mm-hmm. not, we'll have a laugh. Um, okay, I yeah. do like a quick
4: uh, uh, non-Raptors trade that I thought of. Hit me up. Cause there is was that uh, Spurs or the 76ers are looking at LeBron and uh, Leonard. Um, I saw that, yeah. So if, like, you traded um, – if they just sign LeBron outright and then trade Covington, Bayless, um, and Fultz uh, for Leonard, uh, you could get an Abid, Saric, LeBron, Leonard, uh, Simmons starting five and just Jesus. go, like, the biggest starting five unit in the history of the NBA. Your backcourt is
2: six eight, six ten. 6'10". <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Philly, Boston, like, as far as their offseasons and – Who's out there? Like I think the trio of, of James, George, and Kawhi are going to define the offseason. Sure. and it's going to be really, really interesting. Uh, I was listening to the Low uh, Simmons podcast. They kind of do like a, a trade off once a year. And this one oh, was. Oh, did they do one recently? Or? Yeah, it was. Oh, I think it was last night, actually. Okay. Cool. Um, or maybe it's in the morning. But uh, I was the, so going to
4: listen to this. Everyone, shut good. off this podcast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
2: No, no, uh, don't. Uh,
4: um, no. Uh, <laughs> we got so many good jokes coming. Yeah, up? yeah, Stick around. Yeah,
2: stick around for the laughs. Okay. Um. No, the the, the 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 it was it was the low post version, and they were talking about um the Clippers as a real uh it seems like you know they have inside sources right they were talking about how the clippers are going to be a major player this offseason really and they were both seem to be operating from a place of just knowledge you know regular fans don't have because they're both like oh well yeah obviously the clippers everything works like
3: clippers though because they have they have they were just a good team and now they're not a shit ton of cap space and they've got lots of cap space and they're in la and they have a rich owner and yep. who in Bottom the league is begging to play with Gallinari and Rivers? I mean, <laughs> oh, totally who wants
4: to
2: start a trio of superstars with those guys. I mean, I think people do like playing with Rivers. Really? It's see, like, I mean, I mean, I think people hate his uh, son. Like uh, certain. No, I. Mean, thought certain... who
4: I was talking about. I was talking about Austin Rivers.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. People hate him for yeah, sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to play with him.
4: No, he's the David Mervish of basketball.
2: <laughs> that's okay. That's wonderful. Um. What's a what's a Raptors trade? Uh, if uh, if either you guys, oh, sorry, put... I, I totally
4: threw it off. No, it's all, all right.
2: good. It's all good. Um, Ian, let's start with you. Is there is there a Raptors trade that comes to mind? Did you engineer
3: one? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I don't I don't like the way the team is. I don't think they can win with this team. So this is a very strong draft. Um, I say you, you you try to get in do a top three pick. Let's get let's package up. Say package up. I don't know. I mean. I like, I like DeRozan. I do. So I'd package up like a guy like Serge. I'd maybe dangle a young guy and see if I can get right in and get one of these superstars who's going to be young. I know that it's it just because if, if you're going to get rid of, say, DeRozan for Paul George, for me, that's six, one, half dozen, the other or something like that. If you're going to go dynamic player, what dynamic player is available that's going to allow us to beat so LeBron? So who's looking at that top pick? Um. looks like we
2: got uh, there's that weird scenario where Boston oh, keep you got
3: Phoenix you got Dallas but Boston there. could end up with the second overall pick next year how does that happen for them
2: Um. I. Fr- it's, it's pretty complicated lo- it's, kind it's very of insane, unlikely
4: right? yeah. it's the Los Angeles Laker pick it's the one that they acquired for uh, Markel Fultz last right. year um, if it's between two and five it goes to Boston if it's uh, number one or uh, six later? Yeah, if it's number one or six later, it stays with LA, right? Okay. Or does it go... No, it goes somewhere yeah. else, right? No, it goes to... It sticks
2: with Philly if it's one or six or above. Oh, well, okay, here's, I'm here's what I'm getting to. Yep. Um, who's a team that's tanking, or maybe has a, has a pick, who you could think of who would even entertain the idea of taking on Serge's contract? Oh, no one's going to take Nobody. Serge's contract. Nobody. You, so, so like even if it's like, okay, we're going to give you Serge, OG, and DeLon. Oh, okay. Is, oh, it, yeah. is that a yeah, big yeah. conversation changer? For sure. Or do the Raptors so. need to be that heavy-handed? And do uh, do they need to get rid of Serge that much? No, I don't think or so. Or should we just sit on his contract and be like, let's let's uh, instead of dangling him as an expiring, let's keep him as an expiring and wait it out. Well, I mean, there's two more. Nobody years, wants right?
4: to wait it out, yeah. but. I don't know. maybe. I don't think I mean, he's not like a dang or something. I mean, that would be the, the way to do it, right? I think but, was it you who oh, Ian? Was it you who put? Uh, no, somebody. Uh,
3: no, that just said that. That,
2: that was uh, the, that, that was a question from the uh, from the fans. So oh, well, we're going to rapid fire through some of those. Sure. Um, okay, but I think that's a good answer. Uh, I think like target if, the draft. Ian saying, I think um, so. There's lots of talent there. We have assets um young and old some are overpaid some are underpaid and some so of the guys the guys
3: in the draft this year they're, they're, there's that ba- uh, Bagley and Porter yeah. and besides the draft right? but I think those, and those, those, guys are are mo- those guys are good most of those guys aren't
4: even considered in the top 3
3: oh yeah like uh, a I feel, lot, like, i'm a bit i like, no, as
2: far as the draft goes. by the way is today the lottery yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the bo- that's fine. so so when you hear this podcast tomorrow you're going to you're, you're actually going to know who has those picks, and...
4: Just listen to the Bill Simmons podcast, yeah. you know? <laughs> oh, God. I think Bagley will be a top three um, pick. What's but, your trade? Not, not Wait. Porter. Oh, he could, he could. Uh, Porter for sure or not, but I mean, like, I think, like, the consensus top three is, like, Bagley's in there as, as the third. I think, like, Aiton and uh, Donkic are yeah. uh, one and two. Yeah. Uh, and then some people have uh, Jackson Jr. as mm-hmm. uh, number three because of his uh, his youth and yeah. his
2: uh, his mobility. And, and the real mm-hmm. smart money's on the uh, the other ball brother, right? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. so wait, oh, not- you never know where vivek's gonna go uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's amazing that's, that's vivek it. would be like yeah he he would do it and then he would be like i told you so i was good at making money and now i'm good at being a gm oh that's my um, uh,
4: that's why i transitioned to my
2: raptors trade your uh, trade yeah is uh, uh
4: you know just try that's why when you said uh, uh stackhouse you said it kind of like Staskus. Uh, the classic Vivek um, draft uh, draft moment. Um, Sorry, right, yeah, like no, a, uh, that was insane. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vivek's insane. So you never know what Vivek's gonna do. Uh, so I just, love gotta a go to weird. Sac- gotta go to Sacramento. Yeah. Oh yeah. You like like Jerry's like, yeah, gotta go. show up in a limo and just <laughs> yes. be like Vivek, yes. what's up? And be like <laughs> DeRozan for for Ooh. Shumpert in the number Ooh. two pick. And he will yeah. just be like, yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, you never know. Just that's bring Weber you, and something bring, like that is what you want. But I, like, I think a hey, player. Hey,
2: Vladdy, remember Weber?
3: Yeah, He's yeah. My yeah. Buddy. yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no player out there that you can just <laughs> trade. That's like a Derozan. That's gonna. I think you gotta go. Yeah, I would say uh, try to get a young pick, man. Yes. The draft is strong. If we could get, if we could get the number two pick and get this guy Doncic. Be insane! Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that Don guy's Kitch. gonna be
4: good. I love Donkage. Um, I mean, like, I, I don't even. Th- I think like uh, Sacramento's got like the seventh most odds of going into like. Uh, I think they have like the seventh or eighth worst record. Uh, this year mm-hmm. somehow, even yeah. Like they were like yeah. a lot of bad the, teams. Clearly the worst team. What
2: was it, Atlanta or Phoenix?
4: Uh, God Phoenix, has to Phoenix number years. one. Yeah. yeah, and then I think Atlanta might be number two. Right. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, like that makes no sense for Sacramento. It makes no sense. It makes no yeah. sense at all. Yeah. But you, again, you just never know. Um, even if we took back like bad contracts, if we took back like Shumper and, uh, uh, Kustakufos or something to try to like, uh, alleviate that, you just got to hope that like, uh, the analytics department who would be arguing against the trade would be arguing, arguing against like Stojakovic and Vladi, who'd be like, you guys, would you want to play one on one against DeRozan? I don't think so. Right. They just pull the trigger. Yeah, so yeah. if we did so that. So you're,
2: you're like figure out a way to trade DeRozan? Is, is oh, that where you're coming 100%, from? hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think it's possible to trade DeRozan without taking back, like, so much bad salary that we would be bad for a long time? Uh, I
4: don't think the team would be that much worse if you, like, dumped DeRozan and took back some bad salary. I mean, it depends how long the salary was, right? Right, right. Um, I mean, if it's only for, like, two years or whatever, then it might be fine. Uh, Just to, like, pilfer a question from later on. But, like, I think, like, something like a Deng. And I don't think you would be able to get, like, someone as good as, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ingram. uh, Ingram. Uh, for him, uh, you could uh, shout out like to s- Simon Ho, something like that. I mean, I I do it for Lonzo Ball.
2: Boo! Woo! <laughs> that would be uh, absolutely insane. Um, okay, here's where my head's at. Great, and this is going to sound um, maybe too uh, maybe uh, not maybe not daring enough, but I think that you uh, target a franchise like Portland or New Orleans. So a team that feels like they need to be clever and... Is it boogie time? No, it's not boogie time. Okay. Thank I, you. I'm, Thank going you from, I'm going from like a way less flashy place.
4: I didn't really want boogie before he had the most devastating injury in basketball. Yeah, yeah it's, sure.
2: it's a rough one. But um, I target a guy. Like, okay, so here, here's, here's what I think the, what the Raptors need to do. They need to um, get a shooter like Miles... And keep miles, so mm-hmm. I think you target Miritich. and you mm. do that by saying, you convincing New Orleans that they need to keep Boogie, they need that money, and you kind of a give a bit too much of, or uh, like you you give them some young assets that people are going to be a bit angry that you got rid of, like you give them someone like Delon.
3: You're gonna have to um, give them somewhere like that, or Siakam. You're gonna have to give.
2: them That's some the thing. Pieces. You give an asset where people are like, what are you doing? But I think the point of that is you want to get a lineup where there's just like well it has to be like sick right? shooter if you if you're throwing in I don't in, want to give up
4: a, a, a yeah, power a power but you have to for Miraitch like I what's think so, the, yeah. what's the rotation at that point No, you I, would know, have I know so like, many bits so what
2: about what about Delon and Siakam and Norm for Miritich? Ugh. I know right no. like it,
3: well that's the thing <laughs> yeah. no
2: but part of my reason I'd for I rather
3: go young again p- but yeah I get it
2: part of my reason for doing that is you're also like in house, being like this means um, we're ready. We're getting ready to uh, invest in Van Vliet long term. Mm-hmm. We're getting vet, uh, ready to obviously OG, we're get, but also Pirtle. Like I just think financially, well, you are not makes... cutting any
4: salary though. If you're bringing in Meritich, Meritich is I thought a was free a agent. Isn't, or, he was like twenty. He's a free agent, or is did they pick up his option or
2: something? I like, thought. I... You know what's funny about in, this my, in my head? In my head, he's, a, he's, a, he's basically kind of an. Going to be like a bit of a like he'll he'll be around. He's either on a, on a,
4: a one year deal for like fifteen million or to twenty million, or he's a free agent.
3: The way they were talking mm-hmm. though, this is like a watershed moment where everyone's saying, "Aren't we like our young guys more than we like DeRozan and Lowry?" It seems to be whether we say it out loud or, or not. It seems like this young that's team the subtext, made for sure su- made such an impression that we're looking already to the future. So if that's what we're looking at. I say you might as well gotta try to get into this draft early. And again, okay. talk to Vivek, the, the maniac, because this is... Messiah. <laughs> talk to Vivek, comma, the, the maniac. maniac. He's good at this Dude. shit. He's good at... at at. And this is... You know he's salivating on this draft. You know we have these assets. I'm pretty sure you're going to see uh, the Raptors make a move. That's my prediction. They go and try to get a top three to five pick.
2: Okay. I like it. We're all coming from different practical uh, yeah. places. Um, let's move on to the NBA. and And... Sure. Uh, Let's fucking throw out some hot takes. Oh my Matt, god, Matt, can you hit me?
0: <laughs>
2: I'm loving nice. the like the uh, yeah, yeah. the vocals from Matt. It's really like he's he's really doing the whole Migos thing. You know, no gaps in the in the songs. You're filling it. You're making it cool. Um, thank you. It's my w- biggest skill. Oh, commuting. for sure. No, like if you if you want if you really want to support Matt. You head down to Busker Fest when it's rolling, as, like the hottest day of the summer, and and you know you don't you do drop coins oh, yeah, in his know. hat. You drop bills in his hat because That's he's right. doing cool voice stuff.
3: Oh yeah, he's just, an yeah. ad lib master. Yeah,
2: um, no, yeah. That, the Silver Elvis guy's a joke compared to what Matt does <laughs> uh, down at uh, St. Lawrence Market.
4: Oh yeah, I think um, uh, the uh, Silver Elvis <laughs> of Farmer Tans right now.
2: <laughs> um. Okay, uh, let's uh, let's start with you, Ian. Mm-hmm. Um, four teams left. Um, yes. What are the likelihood? And I don't, I'm not talking about percentages. Fair. I'm talking about like, uh, you got to pick one team to win the finals this year. Mm-hmm. And one through four, go.
3: I mean, I watched the game last night. Yep. Um, the discipline, the professionalism that Golden State holds. Yep. Means that they're going to win. The Durant-Trump card. The Durant-Trump card, yes. But also Durant, as much as he's so skilled and so dominant and is an alpha, he knows his fucking place on that team. You know what I mean? Yeah. He knows... When there's a mismatch, I go and I score, I defend. Every one of those guys knows their role. The IQ level's insane. Their rotations are well. Houston is a very skilled team. The players that they have, player-wise, player for player, could probably match up and maybe beat them. But it comes down, when there's no room for error, Golden State make much less silly mistakes, fewer errors. Uh, Their coaching, their timeouts are better. Uh, everything like that. Yeah. I think Golden State is most likely. Then you have Houston second. Then you have for Cleveland, and then Boston.
2: Okay. Um, where 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 are you? you? Do you same order? You disagree? Same order for sure. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. Same order. Yeah,
4: definitely. I mean, uh, I mean to me, it's not even close. Uh, yeah, I mean, Golden, Gold, State. Golden State's a, a, a slam dunk over either of the East. Okay, so
2: sure. I'm mm-hmm. with you guys there. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm with you guys. I'm Golden State number one for sure. Um, my number two. Uh, is also Houston.
4: Okay, i so are going to say Boston.
2: No, my number 3 is Boston.
4: Hmm. I just see I
2: okay. Mean, okay, okay, the only reason is I think if they make the finals um I think if they make the finals, uh Houston and Golden State are the obvious favorites against Boston. Sure. But as someone who's just criticized the shit out of Brad Stevens relentlessly.
3: You're saying junkyard dog team, nothing to lose. Well,
2: you know, I'm going to be remembered on the wrong side of history already. You sure, know, yeah. so I, I'm doubling down there. However, I do, I there's certain things you can't deny when you watch basketball. And this um, Boston team has so many different weird things going for it. And wh- Whereas I feel like H- or Cleveland's a bit more of a known quantity in terms mm-hmm. of like, you know, they got LeBron and, you know, they've they've been there before. But if it's Cleveland-Golden State, like, I just, as much as I'm like, LeBron can do anything, I don't think that he can beat Golden State. They're too sloppy, that team. I kind of don't think, I think maybe there's a bit more of a chance with Cleveland-Houston, like, maybe. that that Cleveland wins. Um, just but I think Houston would beat them, too. And I think Cleveland's going to beat Boston. Yes. But I think it's really, really, really tight and... As much as I, I I can't see a team like Boston actually beating Cleveland, mm-hmm. I, there is more. There is something there. Like I think they maybe they could. Um, I, yeah. I
4: think there's a good chance that they could beat Cleveland. Oh for yeah, sure. I just think like
2: I also I don't can, think Boston would only... beat Houston or Golden State. But I think that I don't know. Like, well, what about Horford, Draymond? Isn't that interesting? Isn't there some? <laughs> <laughs>
4: cool... That's interesting. But then what about what uh, about the, Durant, uh, the
2: other, Tatum? The other, uh... but Durant, even Durant, Tatum. I'm like.
3: I got to tell is T- you, is
2: Tatum getting better every freaking game or I, what? This I guy's hate,
3: insane. I, I got as much as I hate the Golden State Warriors, and I really don't like what Durant did with that move years ago. It's good Their basketball. team is amazing. Oh. They're so good. Um, for all the people who hate Golden State, it's, it's, I'm like, it's, fair it's,
2: enough, but watching them is fun for me. The
3: skill is one thing, but what, settle, what sets them above the rest is their discipline. They're such a disciplined team. Draymond and Green, at the, the very start of that game, he almost got thrown out of the game. The first fucking that goes, that goes hard against your disciplined. No, but uh, mo- no, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, because most other teams, if, if you, you held have, it together if you after have that. a player like, De- if that's DeMarcus Cousins, first play of the game, he's fucking going to get thrown out.
2: Yeah. For
4: well, I don't sure. think he would make it down the floor though in order to throw that punch. Like you'd oh. have to be under the basket.
2: <laughs> that's oh, the thing. <laughs> well that's a that's a uh, that's a boogie
3: dig. here. <laughs> yeah, 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 point, yeah. point, point transition point, defense boogie dig. D- the point that is, is that they're a guy kind of they're so organized. His- this team is so organized kids? that they can get a you get a guy who's about to be thrown out and, and about to about to blow up and they can bring him over and they say we're a better team. Let's relax. We have, you know, let's just win. Okay. And like they're just they're collecting. Well, they just have so much talent. It's yeah. just like, it's just a talent overload. Yeah. No, yeah. Even,
2: even if, if it's, it's talent, it's chemistry. Well, it's people who can like step up and do something insane and in the moment. When, when guys go to the everything bench, everything David, to West
3: and, David West and Sean Livingston say they know when guys go to the bench, they're going to play friggin' 15 minutes and they're going to play super hard. They're not going to make any, they're not going to turn the ball over. They're going to do exactly what they're supposed to do.
2: Okay. How about this, Matt? Right. I'm going to jump to you here first. Great out of the all the four teams um the all the players who haven't won a championship hey if it's a coach for you if it's bread and you're like bread needs this bread mm-hmm. bread's earned it and he should win the championship and For those can... who don't know bread is Brad Stevens That's right <laughs> So just so people aren't like what the fuck is yeah, he talking about And even if they are you know No worries, right? right, It's good to have people confused in an audio podcast. (laughs) I think that's a really (laughs) that's that's a winning quality for a podcast. Like, all right, let's mm -hmm. just start
4: talking about visual things we could see around the apartment.
2: Um, Okay, so uh, Matt, who's a player? Uh, Who's who's someone you want to win a championship that hasn't won a championship? Um, Yeah. Um, I
4: mean, you posited this is one of the two examples, but I mean, it's got to be Jose Calderon. He played out
2: of everyone, though. He's your choice. He's my choice for sure. He had a long career,
4: almost, almost in that Golden State team, and then they cut him like Mm -hmm. an hour after he signed there. Oh yeah, and
2: then lost his chance to win the championship there. So he was so close there, and he's ring chasing. Like the guy wants it. Well, I mean, I think
4: he's going to anyone who will give him a contract (laughs) at this point. Uh, but, Fair, I, um, but... but yeah, I think, uh, I mean, it's, it's unlikely, but I, I mean, I, I had Cleveland above Boston, but I both had their chances of winning the championship at like three. So you, you're
2: a hard known Nick young. Uh,
4: why, why <laughs> do I love, why do I love, uh, you know, he has one of the funnier random nicknames on uh a Swaggy P is good. It's not even Swaggy P. It's Bean Burrito. That's one of his, like, five oh, nicknames wow. that he has on there. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> That's so, pretty freaking
2: cool. Yeah, Matt's know. a fan.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I know of him. Uh, I don't know if I'm a fan. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they'd be kind of funny, I guess. Like I'm, The celebrations yeah, yeah. would be fun, but I mean, yeah. I have no... But you know, don't actually want him to. It's work. not like you've been like, oh, he's worked so hard his yeah. entire career and has made all the right moves and been stunted. He's very lucky to be in the... Position he's
3: in, Ian? Well, oh, uh, for sure, you, you without, without a doubt, CP three. I'd love to see CP three. Oh, that's won. a good answer. Without I think a it's doubt, a great answer too. He's been a professional his whole career. The poor bastard played on Charlotte. If you go back and watch him on Charlotte, he was so good. He was so good. He's amazing. He's so good, and that team was shit. Speaking uh, of
2: wrong side of history and Brad Stevens and yeah. Brad Stevens, I uh, I was one of the people when uh, uh, Darren Williams was in Utah who said that Darren Williams is going to have a better career than Chris Paul.
3: Okay, well, let's hey. pretend you didn't just say that, but. <laughs> I
4: mean,
2: Chris Atlanta's Paul's
3: GM thought that Marvin Williams is going to have a better career than both of them. <laughs> Chris, so Paul's, Chris, Paul's great. Chris Paul's great. He's never, again, he's a pro and he's and never been a And he, really he made gets it.
2: reduced by that argument all yeah. the time. And like and the whole reductive, like, oh, he's a choker, or whatever. It's like, Chris Paul's not,
4: like, look at his
3: numbers he's in awesome. the playoffs, and he's always had good players. he's, 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 yeah, he's yeah. So he, And again, he's a good floor general. He just hasn't had the opportunity. He's like a lot of guys who just haven't had the opportunity for whatever reason. The NBA's tough. There's a lot of really good players who have never yeah. won and will never win. But I'd like to see CP3 win, man. I like cool. I like the very start of that game too, when he when he hip checked Durant. He, he called. He said, "Come on, just play or some shit." And then yeah. uh, then he hip checked. <laughs> Come on, uh, just him. You to know, play. He said something rude, I'm sure. But, and oh, then for he, sure. And then he <laughs> hip checked him, and he yeah. brought the ball up. Like it's like he he's he's a bit of a bulldog. You know what yeah. I mean? He wants to win, and I don't know. I'd like to see him win. Harden, sure. I mean, yeah, sure. But yeah, like yeah, but, but it's Harden's three. maybe
2: not at the point of his career no. where he's like, oh man, you only have a couple. CP3 like, for sure.
3: I'd love to see him win. Especially um, over that
2: fucking. Direction. I think he might have another chance. So this is also a bit like, eh. But Horford is a guy for me. Okay. Who's just such a winner. Yeah. And I, I've always been a big fan. I've always thought that people always. Um. Even when he decapitated T.J. Ford. Oh, right. You know what? You know what? I actually didn't hate him in that moment because uh, there was that story about him going to the hospital and crying and being really,
3: really upset.
2: And mm-hmm. it was such an accident. Do
3: you remember it was how a good reckless T.J. play though? Tj that was Ford his was rookie playing season. so well before that. Oh my God, he was playing amazing. That
2: was a, that was. A, I mean, yeah, the, Ra- the Raptors fans. We've been through a lot. Okay, we've been through. A lot. That was that a f- hard that moment. That was a devastating. The TJ moment. Ford. Oh my God, the TJ Ford flame out after that too. It's oh, like aw, dude. It's this is poor guy. Oh man, that's. Sad. I wouldn't
3: want to get dropped on my head from ten feet onto hardwood. There's, that, there's, that was rough. He, he had multiple that was neck injuries. That was always a, a yeah.
4: big
2: problem. And that was one of those weird, like you know, into you know how like the whole Kawhi thing. It's like, does he have a disease in his legs? Mm-hmm. That was a I remember that was the introduction. First time I ever heard of a stinger. Yeah, guys kept being like, "He's got a stinger." As a
4: as a, a uh, wrestling stinger. fan, I was w- well aware of the stinger. I feel uh, like so. I... Is
2: the stinger like oh he has a spinal injury? <laughs>
4: yeah, like was...
2: maybe you should be a bit more like uh, medical about it. I don't know. I think he's well, got He's got some weird that's people like, around him right now. He's got his, right his wrong. I think it's yeah, his people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's really really bad. I think. Um, but, I, yeah, yeah, I think... Bra-
4: Bleeding brains is just a good old bell, know, right? right? No.
2: No, but I think Al Horford, um, he's 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 lost to LeBron four times. He, yeah. He's he's a good story. I think that he um, has always been a really, really, really good player. He's always been a bit undermatched. Mm-hmm. He's never been on a team quite good enough to get there. And
3: I think that it's never really been his fault. Just um, as a quick aside to that, mm-hmm. I think he'll have a chance next year. Do you think... I mean, outside that, of Golden State, yeah, you I think yeah. with those two, with Kyrie healthy if he stays and Hayward healthy if he stays, is Boston the best team in the East right away and one of the best in the league? Like, I definitely they think they Golden have State? the best assets and the with best... that coach and how deep they are and how they're going to move the ball and shooters, like they're awesome. Gonna be, they're going to be good, State, man. So that? would I. So would I. Yeah, because I, of I experience would too. And everything, but it's close. They're, I would too, like but, just but
4: like, the, like I, I mean, like we were talking about Golden State earlier and how like you. Their, their execution is phenomenal. But also, if, like, you have five seconds left on the shot clock, just throw it to Durant. He'll shoot over fucking yeah. anyone. It, there, yeah. was, there was a yeah. There was a sequence yesterday in the game where he, like, shot over uh, P.J. Tucker, and then uh, there was another defender, like Bamute, and then the next play he just shot over Capella, who's got, like, the yeah. most ridiculous wingspan.
3: Yeah, no, he, Durant does not care. Yeah. Okay. So uh,
2: here's the last, like, uh, question. Then we're just going to rapid fire as fast as we can. Sure. We... A couple questions after that. Sure. So... Out of all the teams that uh, have not decided that they are tanking, mm-hmm. um, who should? Who should tank? Who should be like, you're looking at their team and you're like, sorry, this is an uncomfortable truth. Can, it could be the Raptors. Um, Matt, let's start with you. Who should tank? That's not tanking.
4: Um, I mean, this, this, I'm going to this question, not knowing if like anyone has their picks protected or like it's sure, sent sure. to someone else.
2: I mean, apparently
4: Memphis isn't going to tank again next year. I mean, yeah.
2: They, they, yeah, they really got go. it. Like they come up, right? Yeah, uh, they, I oh, it's but I, actually they don't
4: have their pick next year. Do they? I think Boston has it.
2: Um, no, but they have another, I forget how, uh, what they did, but they have, they do have a pick and I think it's pretty decent, oh, it's, but it's not theirs. Oh, so, okay.
4: Well, but, I mean, then that yeah.
3: doesn't matter for tanking,
4: right? If it's not their own pick.
3: Uh, but I, but I guess might be for me as this. a tanking Memphis, is also Memphis will have a high pick this year But they should still Yeah, they should keep tanking The, yeah.
2: the, the Boston pick they have, The Boston is their 2019 pick
3: Right uh,
4: So yeah, that would be next year Wait yeah, cuz 2018 it would be this year's draft, so 2019 would be next year's.
2: Right, sorry. So they have their yeah, so 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 right. Memphis has their pick in this year's draft. In this year's draft, but
4: like I'm yes, saying is I that see, they want they want they they're leaning towards Doncic, which they might as well anyways, it's mm-hmm. not a bad pick. Uh because they expect to contend again next year. So uh,
2: so for you it's like Hey, you got Conley, and you got Gasol. Trade those guys and be well, bad for a longer I mean, period.
4: I guess that's the same thing that they had with DeRozan, except like they've they, they've uh, they've got, like Conley's completely untradeable because he's like one of the highest-paid players in the league somehow, um, and he's uh, injury-prone uh, to high hell. And those players don't age well. Anyone who's had like a collection of injuries and uh, yeah. Mark Gasol is a shell of who he used to be.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, is, is is Memphis the uh, choice they're, for you? They're a too? good
3: choice, but I want to see a proper. Old-fashioned, no-holds-bar, New York Knicks tank. Proper. Oh,
2: wow. They,
3: I want them to be the worst goddamn team in the East. And is that kind of like, They're let's never, shelf uh, Chris Tapp's first season? Well, I mean, Chris or, Tapp or, shelved himself. I knew that he was going to... He's, he's prone to... These big guys who are mobile like that, their feet, so man. So is this tank... Also about tank. trading Chris Tapps? Is that part of this time? I mean, go with it. See how he can do. I think that... I People
2: don't would want him, right? Like, no, I, oh, he's yeah. really, really... Like, he's I, got the, a lot
3: going for him. I, I know that he's You like, know what? You might as well try to tag with him on the team because they're so shit. Even with him as a starter playing, they're garbage.
2: Who Who? Who do they have? Yeah. They're, um, well, they're, isn't he it's...
4: missing a bunch of next year anyways because of an injury? Yeah. Exactly. So that's
2: that's that's what I'm asking you. Like, so could good, could they tank really while question. just shelving him? Like, do it, yeah, do it They, they, they like, I keep that, him. I think
3: that they should. But like, if his injury takes six months to come back from, make it eight, make it nine. Don't rush him back because they're gonna be by the time he comes back next year, they're probably gonna be out of the playoff picture anyway because yeah. they're so bad. They should just continue. I mean that 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 franchise is like it's a nightmare. <laughs> it's a disaster. You know what I mean? It's an absolute but disaster. Like, if they ever want to get good, they have to commit to act like they're. It, I feel like they're like we can kind of maybe win. Oh, let's kind of tank a bit. They're like they're so. Aloof they should be looking at the shit. Lakers
2: and like, oh wow! If you are bad Just for a little while,
3: have and if you are going to make bad, nice picks, be, you can maybe have a future horrible. and then acquire players or whatever. Be really bad, you know. All right, like my pick
2: mm, this is the Charlotte Hornets fair. because I think that. Um, they're like everyone always talks about the treadmill team which I think is you know there's a lot of different ways to take that argument because I think you can rebuild and retool and there's a lot of different things it's all contextual and it's all Mm -hmm. you know based on whatever your players growth and that sort of thing I think that uh, they're in a situation they don't want to be with Kemba Kemba is similar enough to let's say DeRozan where it's like yeah you're really really good Mm -hmm. you are awesome (sighs) hard
4: team to tank
2: well, but that's they the have thing. like
4: So much talent, you know. I not, agree. Not like not enough I agree to make the playoffs. I even.
2: agree, but unlike the the Raptors or or a team that has like some pipeline, I think they have no pipeline, yeah. and I think they have a bunch of contracts that are big and shitty. And I I even like a guy like Batum, but so I you think not, that not a fan of Kaminsky. Um, no, no,
4: Frank, no, I'm not big Frank.
2: I, that's the thing, and I, I so I think they're a team that has to be like. Were for sale. They did that last year, but I think they need to maintain that and basically right. do like a. I know the lottery's changing, but I think they need to be bad for multiple years. That's why, like, that's why for me, I'm like that's a team that needs to gut it because yeah. I just don't think that. Well, what, what do they have? Howard, Batum, Kid Gilchrist, Kemba. I think their goal should be to, yeah, so have to trade my... all four of those players into different assets if throughout the course of two years because people aren't going to take those players. Easily, and you and I don't think they should. Um,
4: they have no assets to attach to those contracts. Yeah. I agree. But Dwight I,
3: had a bit of a Dwight year. Dwight won't have a year like he had next what year. They, what they could do maybe
4: is like if Batum's making twenty seven million or however much money he's making, uh, try dealing him for like a dang or something to try to like maybe an extra year yeah. get somebody back yeah. back who's bad. Like, I mean that's expiring. that's possible, but I just don't see Michael Jordan doing that. I don't see him doing that at all.
2: He doesn't care about it. You're right, but they're wrong. Fair yes. Right. Um, okay. So we're going to try and uh, go through some questions. Just uh, short answers, quick as we can. Um, okay. Uh, Stackhouse, we covered that. Um, here's here's a fun one, I believe, uh, from your brother. Um, oh, oh, no. Who's They're the best? Tom Cruise. No, who's the best funky dunker? Uh, Ian
4: funky dunker yeah <laughs> what a tough off the cuff question to answer you know what i mean <laughs> it's like, hey what?
2: well yeah do, do, don't edit yourself you don't have to have a perfect answer
4: okay great
3: oh man a funky dunker yeah um i don't know i'm really trying to think funky like like stinky like nasty or what, weird whatever you think funky is I mean, fun- I'm going to go with Maybe Ger- funky's I'm gonna bad. Go with Gerald Green as a funky dunker because he can okay. dunk like crazy. And it's rare. And it's, a big, it's a
2: big occurrence. And he dunks. A- it's like, what the hell was yeah. that? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Go with him. Okay. Yeah. Matt, you got a funky dunker? I do not equate
4: funky with cupcakes, so I'm not going to say Gerald ha! Green. Um... Uh, I would. I don't know. Maybe Larry Nance Jr. He's kind of funky the way he. Okay. Like, he gets up for weird alley oops. Yeah. If, like he reverses. always does, like a
2: statue. Um, yeah, that's you, true. Like,
4: like a funk. If you're like, oh, that's stink. Oh, that's stinky. You gotta go with like James Johnson, like a power dunker who just right. like dunks like on a crowner. Someone. I mean, like Donovan Mitchell's kind of like an obvious choice. Like he sure he he he'll throw up some funk. Um, well, you know yeah. who dunks
3: hard is LeBron James. Yeah.
2: yeah, LeBron James is a pretty funky dunker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he dunked on a lot of guys this year.
4: At 33. he's like a big man dunker who just like dunks the fuck You
2: up. know who I, I'm a big fan of his dunks, but he just does so many other things on the court right. that, and he's such a star player that like, you, no one talks about him as a dunker. I like when Durant dunks. Hmm. Durant oh, yeah. does a lot of really, Durant, everything about the way he plays basketball is, is just Surgical is and special. And, and, mean yeah, and yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Like, and he, he has a nice mix of demoralizing dunks and like, you know what? That dunk's so impressive. I don't know how many other players could do that.
4: Well, not yeah. many other players are like seven well, feet. Well, that's tall what of I mean. Giannis really. Yeah, I was Giannis is I mean, it, kind,
2: Giannis of... Was kind of the other guy I was thinking of. I was like, you're you're or, mm-hmm. or, or Simmons is another guy who's like, whoa, well, your Sim- dunks are well, like Simmons
4: is a pretty funny. It's like it's like you're Blake
2: yeah. Griffin, but you're like way, way, way faster. Mm. But I guess less strong, obviously. Um, okay, here we go. Uh we kind of covered this, but why don't you just give me like a yes or no, no explanation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian, I'll start with you. Ingram and Dang for Demar. Uh, no. 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 Okay. I'm no. Matt, are you a yes? Yes. Okay. Um, In
4: a heartbeat.
2: Oh, here, here's, here's a fun one. Uh, what interview questions would you ask the head coach candidates um just let's say what's one question. Uh Matt, we're gonna start with you. The coach walks into your room, you sit him down, right. you got
4: one question. At first I raise my throne up a few inches to really give myself extra status. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, go, yeah. Uh, like do your setting. Like DeRozan's playing some pretty unpassable defense. You put him on the bench, <laughs> or do you just let him do his thing?
2: Okay. And but what's the answer you want though? The
4: answer is. I do whatever you say. Uh, no, the
2: <laughs> <laughs> answer is obedience. Uh, yeah, okay, I, cool, I want. Cool. Um, no, I,
4: would be like, I want someone who will uh, reward. Uh, I, I don't want someone to coddle. Uh, those types of defensive uh, mistakes anymore. That would okay, be, that would be my. Uh, all
2: right, my, all right. That's that's a great. That's a great question,
3: Ian. Mm-hmm. I would say, how with the, the team that you're going to that you're going to orchestrate, how do you get to the finals? What's your approach? What is your approach to, to beating the required teams? So, what's your mastermind plan? Yeah. Like, how give are, it to me. What are you Give, me, do? Your, give me your Or, Brad or even more specific, you don't want to rehash old things, but I would, if it's a weird question, I would have said, How would you have played the Cavaliers? Okay. What would you, what have, would done you have done differently? What would you have done with this exact roster that you have? How would you have, instead of getting swept, how would you have beaten them? How about What this? would you have
2: done? How about this for me? There's a lot of subtext here, too. When they when they come in and say, "What's your favorite restaurant, in Toronto?" Because because I want to see if if they like living here. I want to see. Um, vegan. Sneaky D's. I want to see if they're vegan. Sure. No. <laughs> sneaky D's? Yeah. Sneaky you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I just D's. love bad service. Yeah. <laughs> it's Sneaky D's. That's amazing. Um, no, but because <laughs> that's then, a good way of like vetting out any perverts that we might have. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, so uh, after they answer that, I'm like, okay, what's your master plan? Yeah. You know what so I mean? But like, I started with, with, what's your favorite? What, what's your favorite restaurant? In Toronto?' because if they're like, oh, um. I've uh, barely been to Toronto, so I don't know. I'm like, ooh, I don't like that. But you that, what That's what you're, what you're d- gonna base it on? I, I want them to have an answer. What you like, want to hear? I, I, want them to, I want them to know right away.
3: You'd want to hear it's something to like, "Well, if it's like, a- I haven't been here too often. I've had some good meals here, but I hear that this is one of the best food cities in North America. I'd be happy to try everything."
2: Sure, that's okay. That's all right? Yeah. But I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if it's like Bon Me Boys. Now let's okay. talk about basketball, Freddie. <laughs> You know what, what I mean? mean well, but well, well, I'm saying whatever it is. Or or if they're something like local, uh, something good. Yeah. Or if they're like beef pat, uh, beef patty, Bathroom station. Um, that's a dumb question, Freddie. Can you want you want oh. to talk about basketball now or what? Oh, like okay. that's the response I want. All right, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. I you might want to get be like, that from Stackhouse. Maybe he knows the city a bit. For sure. What if someone's just like I have no time for this shit and they
4: get up and start walking away? Would you would you uh...
2: then I'd be Was like, that... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, Freddie. Uh, the 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 new coach who
1: comes in, are they gonna pound the brock or are they gonna smash it with a sledgehammer?
2: Oh. Mm-hmm. What do you do with this rock that yeah. Casey brought in? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, what's
1: what's your logistical Does solve? Did he take the rock with him? Did he take it? Yeah, like Casey
2: left the rock here. He probably um, threw it off socks. a bridge on his
4: drive
1: out uh, of town. Yeah.
2: Um Okay, cool, cool. Um <laughs> how about this one? Um If you were a mascot, uh, what would your main thing be in the arena? Uh, and uh, the examples uh, Tristan gives is like, you know, <laughs> grizzly bear riding down the stairs, slam dunking off trampolines, et cetera. Matt, well, what's your main thing as a mascot?
4: Oh, first thing off the top of my head, I'm going to bring back Whoop, there it is. Uh, really try to get the audience going with that. You're going to try and bring like a retro jam? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a retro jam. Okay. <laughs> um, I would wear no costume. It would just be me. Um, everyone would hate me. I would wear the opposite team's uniform. Uh, I would just be like this, like weird buffon type of uh, anti mascot that would just get the fans' blood boiling. <laughs> so you're
2: leaning into the wrestling heel yeah, yeah, You're Roman Reigns
4: in it. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. Roman Reigns, uh, uh, for sure. All uh, right, I'm gonna talk smack. About people, I'm going to recite poems that no one enjoys.
2: Ooh, so you're a troll, too. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll oh, be, I'll okay. be, I'll
4: be, like, fresh. Yeah, every other team, I'd have, like, a, a, a troll-based thing based off of their mascot. So if it's, mm. like, nice. the Memphis Grizzly, I would be, like, a tick in its hair or something, or I would be, uh, if it was, like, or I'd be, like, a guy from Vancouver talking about how we deserve
2: Apparently the be. The Apparently, the, Memf- the Memphis Grizzly does, like, a story arc, like wrestling. What, really? Like, they're, like, the Memphis Grizzly basically, like, I don't know if it's every single game, but there's an ongoing story throughout the season.
3: <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool, right? I, I like that. I like um,
2: that. Ian, yeah, what would you do as a mascot? I mean,
3: I would bring out. I would have a lot of uh, pie, like pieing people in the face. <laughs> so not <laughs> enough people getting pie. No, not even close. It would be banana cream pie, whipped cream. <laughs> that's really, apple really yeah. wet pies. My thing as a mascot would be pie, pie in guy. the face. That's the so, move. It's a, good, it's a guaranteed laugh. Who's getting pied? The,
2: the opposing fan, or just literally, there's too many pies. A lot of opposing fans get pied. can get
3: pied. Some guy who won't be quiet. You can like have a push a button. <laughs> some
2: guy who won't be quiet. Yeah.
3: If, if somebody some, ch- say somebody's on their cell phone and they're talking about like you should be watching the game, but they're talking about business or they're talking mm. about. Oh, this, I like. Oh, yeah. Then you can, businessmen. You, can pu- you can push a button. And that button, it comes to my little smartwatch, and I can watch a video of the guy, and if I deem him to be an asshole, I'm going to come over and I'm going to pie him in the face.
2: Oh, I like that a lot. So, for you, is there like a whole, you have to like institute a new cleanup system, because people are going to have to clean up so many
3: pies. No, they're going to, if you get pied in the face, you have to clean up yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So... Yeah. Is you've that? Been, is you, that you, but like?
2: You, do you get them up, or it's like pick this up with your clothes? No, figure this take out. out. Take Have off you, your shirt. You can clean up the, yeah. this pie residue. Yes, with your shirt. Yes, yes. you've been the banned. Clearly, you've the, been banned. Wait, <laughs> pie is also a banning? I think so.
3: <laughs> so they got to get up and leave. Yeah. Oh, my God. The pie really means a lot for you, right? this is yeah. I'm a serious mascot. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'll, I'll, I'll do, do, you, do you even dress up? I mean, or, I, got, I, got, I got some baggy pants on, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I got
2: some baggy pants on. Wow. Anything
4: that's easy to clean after all that pie.
2: Stuff. <laughs> what a way of life. What a way of life. Um... What's my? You know, I, I don't know if I got one yet, Matt. Is there one thing you do as a mascot?
1: Um, I'd I'd like to tie in a little more Jurassic Park references. Uh, yeah, probably dresses a different character from uh, the first movie. And what you could sorry, dress up as cool. Newman and then get yeah. tied to the face <laughs> I would, if we want to tie
2: it all um, together? We want to do that. And what wasn't that just a little extra pain? Um, in the in the Cavs series that they kept advertising for. Oh man, what, what's the name of that new... Uh, uh um, it was something bleak. It, yeah, was a a it was something very bleak. Like it was like end of the kingdom or yeah, something some like, shit that. like that. Yeah. Fallen kingdom. That's yeah. what it
3: was. Fallen kingdom. Could you not? Well, that, I, that could go
4: the o- other way too. I mean, like uh, the king. I guess. Fallen kingdom. Ouch. We just took. We, were we really to tested that uh, it that advertising campaign.
3: Bad. <laughs> we fucked up again, didn't we? Do <laughs> oh my God. we really screwed up? Remember who were we playing when we we gave the fans t-shirts? But it was oh, yeah, their color. That's right. Nets. That they, was the Nets. We gave
4: out red t-shirts and the Nets went with we, their alternate and uh, Which red is red. T-shirts. Yeah. Ooh. So
3: everyone in the ACC was wearing red. The Raps <laughs> were wearing white or whatever. Yeah. And the Nets, the fucking opposing team, were wearing red. And I'm pretty Ooh. sure we lost that game. Yeah, like we that. did. Yeah. yeah. There you we go.
4: Well, it was a game one. We okay. lost
2: yeah. <laughs> Here, Here's what I'd do. Yeah, that's about right. Here's what I'd do. Um, so, the, I think the mascots got to play more basketball. Okay. So, I think you get a mascot that's like, Pretty sweet at basketball. Like okay. hot sauce in Atlanta? that be sweet. Oh, is that? Oh, there's already someone already did this? Yeah, oh, like crap, not, my the old sucks. and one.
3: Uh, I know, yeah. Uh, hot comes Hutt out and he, he breaks people's ankles. Yeah, yeah
2: Ray Rafer Alston just beating the shit out of people.
3: Yeah. Oh, Skipped yeah, to
2: my Ray Lou. Brock like he's Ray like Ray fighting Ray. people, like, like doing the choke symbol on court. Can um, I also
4: change my answer to being, like, a, the ghost of Ted Rogers and just
0: demeaning
3: well, people be for being there and saying, you're so lucky to be in my building? You know what, and I, I
0: like that, And then yeah. I get pied. It's just... Some
2: corporate intimidation. <laughs> you know intimidation? what I would like you to
3: do? If the ghost of Ted Rogers, you definitely have to have really high... Like bills written in scroll and hand out people phone bills, egregious phone bills. Oh, I like you that. You owe me four hundred and thirty-four dollars. Yeah,
2: yeah, and you and you got to pay up if you want to yeah. if, if you want us to take this, this blindfold off you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. No, uh, I want way more shooting competitions. Okay? Fair. I want like different types of competitions. Like every, I think every timeout long enough, every everything reasonable, they should there should be, like I, there should be a fifty fifty raffle where. Major cash prizes, if you can beat the mascot. That Just like. all sorts of different, like, you know. What about I bringing th-
4: back old players and having them, like. Uh, yes, I love that. Like a race, like around the sure. around the stadium, oh, like man. through the crowd. Yeah. I, wa-
2: I think every time out should be something super competitive.
4: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: and it should be basketball related. And whether that's like a layup contest uh, with 10-year-olds <laughs> or wh- wh- whatever you can think of, man. Like a hook shot contest. A funky dunk uh, contest. Funky dunk contest, sure. <laughs> um, one of the best things I've ever seen is they had four, like little kids, do a dunk off on like a super miniature net. Yeah, that's awesome, and it was the best. It was so freaking rad. Nice. Um, I
3: think that's it for the pod, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love you all. Thanks for listening Thank to the podcast. You. It was awesome. Um,
2: before we head out, Ian, you mm-hmm. got any, you got any shows coming up? Yeah, anything
3: stand uh, up? Yeah, world? Doing, uh, one of the best weekly shows in town is uh, Alt Dot at Rivoli on Mondays. Yeah. I'm doing mm. that May 28th, so a couple awesome. days, you know, about ten days from now. Beautiful. Excited to do that. Um, yeah, and I do shows all the time, really. So cool. Yeah.
2: Check that out. Check out the Alt Dot, folks. Yeah. Alt dots a Queen's great show. Spadina. It's a legendary yeah. venue. It is. Oh, uh, yeah. Matt? Well,
4: I'm going to maybe the least legendary venue sure. in the social capital. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's okay. Up and
2: comer of a venue, huh? Uh, up and comer, it's doing you good. know.
4: It, it it takes a while to be a legend, but I mean if you call, call the black swans a pretty legendary place. East enders yeah, need
3: to
2: laugh too.
3: Honestly, that's what you're they saying.
4: they need to laugh really more than anybody. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, that's why yeah. we
3: need to have a show at TKO's again. <laughs> TKOs. mine I mean, and Danny. Let's
2: bring the or city no together. Ball. Let's let's have a show on the actual Don Valley, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, um, um,
4: ba- uh, right next to the rock that Casey chucked out of his car. Yeah. His yeah, yeah,
2: let's let's do it. No.
4: Um yeah, so uh $15 beer beer comedy show. I do that every uh Friday night at Social Capital Wh- Theater.
2: When's the next one? This this podcast? Every,
4: every Friday. Every, every Friday. Friday? Yep, I'm there. I'm doing a set of Isaac Kessler. If you know So that Friday guy. the 18th. Um yeah, Friday the eighteenth, Friday the twenty fifth. Just keep coming. Beautiful. Uh
2: mm-hmm. what what time does it start at?
4: Nine thirty. It's fifteen bucks and you get two tall cans. That's
3: oh, a, nice. that's Sweet. an amazing deal. Yeah. that is a good deal. That's an it's amazing basically deal. Like a, almost a free show essentially. Almost. Yeah.
4: I yeah. mean for some bars it'd be even less yeah, price. Like, yeah, sometimes... exactly. Eight dollars
3: <laughs> all boys and stuff. Yeah, totally. Um
2: yeah. Yeah. Matt, do you want to uh do you wanna plug the uh, Leafs off season? <laughs> the Marley's playoff series? What's going on? What do you want to plug?
1: I uh I know they're in the conference finals right now. Woo. Um I think they played on the weekend. I don't know if they won or not though. Yeah. Because, you know, everyone's think, talking
4: about Doobie.
2: Right. Yeah,
4: I don't follow the Leafs too hard, but everyone told me this is the year to jump on the bandwagon. How'd they do? For the Marlies or the Leafs? The Leafs. Oh, the Leafs did great. They their best season ever as
1: well. well. As oh, I mean, uh, You yeah. know, they yeah. put up a good fight against, yeah.
3: against a really veteran team. So yeah. is there a...
4: Did, did Boston... Oh, Boston beat them, right? So yeah. did they, yeah. did they, they win their next round?
3: We went down 3-1 again,
1: came back in the series, uh, forced game seven, yep. and then we and had was a: was but a Matt, is third there,
2: period. Is there a special pike we're looking out for? Um, pike with perhaps, uh, you know, some, you know, some well, shades watch on. Watch
1: out, because, you know, it's a weird time of year. You're going to see some, like, strange carp uh, okay. swimming around, and they don't really go for lures. So you just got to snag them on the side. If, uh, you what
3: about what those ones that are around? Mean... Those steelheads that are around? Are those invasive? What are they called? This, oh, the, uh, uh, it's, a, it's like an Asian carp or something you... like that. What's that? Oh, thing? that's
2: Ooh. in Lake Ontario. Yeah. Those things are devastating. We get, uh, go get some of them.
3: If you can kill them, they're, they're supposed to be good to yeah. kill. Right? Okay. Gobi fish, too. You catch
1: those, and smack them on the boat. You still have
2: your air gun. Matt.
1: Yeah, I, I have my air gun. I gotta put some new CO two in it, beautiful. and uh, we'll, we'll be ready for the uh, summer. Yeah. Okay, folks. <laughs> uh, I'll be uh, <laughs> hunting,
2: hunting
4: small animals with no permit
1: myself. Yeah, uh. yeah,
2: beautiful. Um, that's what we're about on Confederacy Bounce <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basketball Podcast. Things yeah. get a little weird. Uh, thanks, guys. I love you all. Thank you. Uh, thanks for listening,
3: everybody. Awesome. That's great. Can anyone around here speak basketball? Yes.
1: Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. We are on iTunes and Stitcher and all your other favorite podcatchers. If you could give us a rating, that would be great. Or you can go to dunkspodcast.com and listen there.
0: Bye.